Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Well, well, well. <laughs> Here we are. Oh, my God. I never know how it's going to start. And there it is. <laughs> this time it was well, well, well. It's a deep subject. I'll be over here. I've been hanging out with a lot of children lately. So uh, I've really? got a pun. Got now, a pun is that a, about male comics or actual no, children? Actual children. Okay. I was in Milwaukee doing... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, tell me. So how many spots did you do? I did three because we talked about it last time. And you're like, you have to pick up spots. Yeah. And uh, so I have picked up spots. I did three in Milwaukee. That's great. At the club and, that threatened you with a gun? Uh, yeah, that guy's not there anymore. Um, uh, so, And J.F. Harris was headlining. Oh, cool. And I ended up going on a uh, an architectural tour of Milwaukee on the Milwaukee River with my sister and her son and my brother, my, my sister-in-law and their two boys and Andy and myself. So we go on this thing and it's right by the club. The club is in old the third ward it moved and i guess it's moving again which is a bad they're on the run from the law clearly clearly they keep moving management techniques uh, they still own the old building so they might go back there but i Mm -hmm. guess they always go dark in the summer oh that makes sense for some reason people in the midwest don't go to comedy clubs in the summer Uh, unless you build like you're going to acme like, th- this will drop after you've been to Acme. You will see people at the Acme Comedy Club, yes, which is I, also th- in the Midwest. That I believe, yes, yes. Yes, which is also in the Midwest, and it is also in the summer. And right. you see them all through the summer because okay, of a so business model. Okay, so you fucking model. won that point, okay? Uh, Are I you have feeling cocky? No, I, well, it's because it's the business model. I, I get all the emails for the Jackie and Lori, by the way. I get all <laughs> I know. the forward him to me yep. why am i why are you more approachable than me that's what i want to know <laughs> oh i think we know why. <laughs> <laughs> but uh and and so and i don't i don't mind getting them they're fine like i got the weird you know last time we were talking about date rape right and uh i got a guy who emailed me and said that he was a comic and he had been date raped and he did a bit about it and he was going to send it to me not realizing not remembering even though he's listened to this show it's not mm-hmm. my fault, but I've said on this show more than once, <laughs> I don't want you to fucking send me your set. You can't do it. You can't. We can barely listen to our own sets when we're doing a TV spot. You think exactly. we can watch yours? I'm not, oh, my well, God. Right. He blessedly I... sent me the set. He sent me the joke and a transcript of the joke. So I skimmed the transcript of the joke. Okay. And uh, it does sound like he was date raped. Wow. And because it does. It happens. Men get pressured into it just like women do. And... And and you know the the weird thing is is the jo- and he's a very new comic mm-hmm. like I guess he said he'd been doing it for four years and he hadn't done it in a while mm-hmm. which made me judgmental and sure. then uh, <laughs> well, but what doesn't let's be fair let's be honest <laughs> right but the I mean I thought that the I mean clearly there's something there I mean it's a great premise mm-hmm. uh, things that that people aren't talking about but the joke itself was that the woman was fat and ugly. Mm. So it was a it was a very early kind of joke. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a serious right. topic that could have been made hilarious. Yeah. But he was too new at it, so he didn't know how to do it. Yeah. And um so whatever. Well. But I seriously, you guys, uh <laughs> if Augie Smith, one of my best friends, sent me his tape, I would call him and go, 
No. <laughs> no. I will. Why don't you tell me to meet you at a place where you're doing five minutes, and then I might watch you. You know what? I, I feel and... guilty because I I did uh, I was on the Mermaid show a couple nights ago, mm-hmm. Valerie Tozzi oh, yeah. show yeah, at yeah. the the lab, and um, first of all, just very fucking funny female comics, a whole bunch. Right. She does. Right? Yeah. She books a boatload of women yeah. comics. Yeah. And two both of two of two female comics had a joke about being roofied. Yeah. And I was like. Oh my God! Is it's this become. an epidemic? Is this happening? Like it? Like I, I guess I thought it was this thing—the writing of that joke or the roofing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that—that that was then because I made a comment like, "This is heartbreaking. This is—is is this yeah. really happening to you? This is awful. Stop doing. Why yeah. is this America now?" And uh, and then Valerie made a, a joke about you know like it's the new talking about your vagina. Right, right. I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to. I wasn't trying to comment that you way. You were saying that the jokes or, were hacking. No, no, you no. Were they were that... both really funny and right. very different. But but I was just. Um, uh, uh, oh, I don't know. It just bummed me out that that so many people have had that experience. Right, right. Have you heard Sean Patton's joke about? No, I haven't. Um, how he he watched someone roofie someone, and um, I I don't want to spoiler the joke because it is undoubtedly one of the funniest. Wow. Oh, I think he did it on that. Uh, this isn't happening. I think. Oh, so you could go find that story of Sean yeah. Patton. Essentially, he was like 19 and he was a dishwasher at some like fake Applebee's in Louisiana where he grew up. And he had a crush on the on the lady who seat the hostess. Yeah. And he hit on her at the Christmas party, but he was like 17 and she was 24 and she was like, what? And uh, and then thank God for her. Right. Finally, someone with a little taste. <laughs> Some morals. Yes. And then um, and then one of the waiters who was a dirtbag roofied the, the hostess. And I'm just going to ruin the joke. Should I just ruin the joke? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah so, you can't leave me right. hanging now. Okay, so what Sean Patton did was... He had this. He had an untouched beer that was exactly the same as hers, and he switched switched them. Oh, and but he didn't want to waste the beer, so he drank it. He roofied himself. Oh my god! It's one of the greatest stories I've ever heard in my life. Classic it's, teenage shit. Yeah, yeah, total <laughs> classic teenage. He's like, well, it's a free beer, and then but and, and the way it ends is even better. And so I, just him. That's the post. amazing. But the switching of the beer was class. But he's even got a roofie but, story, so it is happening. Yeah, I mean. It, you know, you got to use what's happening to you, but it's just, I'm just, are there that many diabolical people running around with no, shit they're putting in Numbers drinks? are up. Percentages are the same. <laughs> that's my, that's my, that's my theory. <laughs> but because the percentage of dirt bags is the same, right. but there's just more people. More people. So, so numbers are up. There won't be if Trump care passes. You know, the right. good news is a lot of <laughs> numbers shitty people. Will, right. Because they're not going to be able to get those drugs. Their prescription prices will go up. Right. They won't be able to buy you things to roofie you with it'll be it'll be beautiful we'll have mass graves again remember those days back in the feudal days so much fun uh and so um what so else you, oh. okay you're writing you're making notes furiously right now right i'm making some small notes but okay. uh so the other email that i got was a guy who was like okay i'm thinking of starting a comedy club what what would that be like and i was like you know i don't own a comedy club I've been to hundreds of but them. But what would be your consulting fee? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> That's right. a job. It is a job. You know what? I should have done that. But of course, I was just like, I didn't want to work on this other thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, I have three dork forests I have to edit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was like, well, here's what I've been told. <laughs> it takes three years to break even. It takes $300,000 investment. Years? Yeah. $300,000. In- this is what I've this is what I've been so clip and put this in your fucking portfolio. $300,000 to open a club. 
Um, I'm sure it could be done poorly uh, with crummier money, and it just takes longer to break even. Velveeta um, nachos, right? Uh, Don't right. spend money on food. Uh, Costco unnecessary. Um, so, yeah. but what? So, but uh, a buck eighty to two twenty is a big, nice, like sort of maxing out kind of starter club. Mm-hmm. You want to do an eighty to a hundred? It's going to take you forever to make a living, but whatever. And then um, three. I was told three years to break even, and then he was like, "And what do you pay comics?" And so I was like, well, well, are you debating now? Like, do I want to ruin him? Like be the, the inaugural I comic never ma- I that never charges a hundred thousand dollars and then ruins him. And then he finds out later <laughs> what he could have paid you. Right. Well, and, and what I did was I told him, you know, there are for five to seven, you know, if he's talking about a full time club, right? Yeah. It's uh, I have heard comics make as little as a hundred. These are decent clubs, fair clubs that pay, not clubs that don't pay MCs and don't pay features and call yeah. them show, showcase. Right, right. Bullshit. I'm talking about re- real clubs who pay their MCs and features. Mm-hmm. They pay them a hundred to three hundred dollars a week. Right, and that's for five to seven shows. And they host. yeah, it, they are shorter weeks, right? Right. They can be they can be Tuesday to Saturday or Wednesday to Sunday or whatever, right? Yeah. And then the uh, feature, so MC might get a hundred, might get three hundred max. Feature uh, would get like two fifty to six is what I'm what I'm right. hearing for the five to seven shows. And, and this then, is in 1993, correct? Uh, it is also in 1983 and in uh, 2023. <laughs> it will be the same. Forever. <laughs> because oh gas never goes up, you guys. And rent never goes up. Oh so. <laughs> and then headliners, I hear with like no credits and just someone who has the time, right? Yeah. They'll get 900. Yeah. That sounds good. To headline right. to 2200. Mm-hmm. Is, and, then, and then it becomes door deals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And those are for five to seven shows. So never email me again. <laughs> And okay, so yesterday you texted me at ten by ten o'clock. You'd done four spots in Los Angeles. That's right. That's have, unbelievable. Right, and I was supposed to do two before I got here, but one of them got canceled. So mm. I'm thinking of uh, just tagging along with you. Sure. See if I can either strong arm my way onto your show. Yes. Because what happened last night is I strong arm my way, and when I say strong arm, I asked, and Wendy Liebman said yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but I had to follow Dennis Regan. Yeah. And um, so, um, but I've been, you know. The way you did your Conan set has got me obsessing about every fucking line. Oh, really? Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, and I and I was opening my set. I have I was opening my set with that. You know, there's there's tropes that there's there's stock lines that used to get into jokes. Yes. That drive me nuts. Right. But I use them anyway. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about them before. Like I've said, I don't like it when I or anyone says, "Have you guys seen this show?" As right. a setup to, I'm going to talk about Breaking Bad. Right, right, right. Because uh, I, I, well, it's a it's a rhetorical question that doesn't need to be asked. Right, you can you, just go in and say, I love Breaking Bad. I love my Breaking favorite Bad. TV show. My or favorite, right? Just say the thing, and mm-hmm. if they haven't seen it, you will be explaining it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, have you guys heard of? anthropomorphism you're gonna explain it anyway even yeah. if everyone has knows what the fuck you're talking about right right oh, i want to write a joke about anthropomorphism it's I not don't. gonna happen i'm not even tempted okay no. <laughs> so uh i was opening to try to get into my set which is a relationship set right yeah i i was saying you know what people think i look like or some fucking thing that was like that yeah and 
um, I was just talking to Matt Kirshen, and he's like, just say people think I look like this. When, yes. When people don't, because my next line is, because I, I, at one point, I thought that people thought that I was a thing. Nobody ever thought that, and so I thought it was funny, and then I wrote a joke about it, right? I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you, you, I just it's just another sign that I have no idea what I look like or what anybody <laughs> is seeing when they look at me. Well, when, so, you, when you say, like, okay, I have a joke kind of where I say, I'm, I, I apologize for my appearance. I know I look like Ann Coulter. Oh, right, right. right. So, uh, and that gets, normally gets a laugh. So yeah. I assume I look like, like, I don't think I look like Ann Coulter, <laughs> but I've had an, f, enough people mention it right. when we're not side by side. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, oh, okay. I'm one of those white women that fall in that category. Right. So is, so is your thing when you say I look like this, do people, is it? It's a, it's a, uh, are people laughing at that point? Like, yeah, they, ah, yeah, they, yeah, you, they you laugh. hit it. No, you don't look. And the, the, the twist is that, uh, I say that I look far more exciting than I, cause this has never appeared exciting to anyone <laughs> since I've been 16. Everyone's, I look like somebody's mom, mm-hmm. even with 80 year old men, I remind <laughs> them of their mother. Right. And I've always reminded people of their mother. So, um, it's so that that's the twist so did you, is that so but, I tightened it on this last set with it and because I have two problems uh the opening of the set yeah. and the closing of the, by the way the set is four and a half minutes with no laughs uh just did that's it what I was too were you yeah okay and believe me I had a couple sets with no laughs so I could really you could really tell timing. you could really tell um <laughs> what about just opening with an emotion like I'm like for like with me when I did that oh. open the masturbation etiquette I'm like yeah. I'm so stressed out my, I have a 10-year-old son, blah, blah, blah. So oh. you're immediately just putting, you're like, here I am. This is how I feel. And I don't, however your joke is going to, would yeah. make you feel, it might be a way to just get into you're it. you're starting a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, hi, how you doing? You know, I'm. I'm stressed. I'm enraged. I'm whatever. I'm stressed. I'm so I, excited. I'm because, excited. I have this. Because of this setup. That's right. Leading. You know what I mean? I don't know. Okay. That, I will think about that because. Because um, it's almost like, don't you feel like you're, it's, you're, st- you're. Your set is the middle of a conversation. Yes, because you know? especially don't wanna, five minutes. You don't have that opening that, There's no hi, time. nice to meet you, shake your hands. It's like we're already talking. You assume that I'm funny because I'm on this TV show, and, I, and I'm assuming you're a good crowd because you just had 45 minutes of Conan O'Brien. So right. let's go. Yeah, right? yeah, right. That's exa- Yeah, that is the social agreement. Hopefully yeah. that is the social contract. But, yeah, so I have that problem, and then at the end of it, I'm doing a joke that – Used to when it when it's part of a larger bit. Mm-hmm. Andy is uh, it's a joke about Andy, and um, it is he's been set up as a good guy. Mm-hmm. So when I say this thing that he says, which sounds a little mean, people are like, "Oh, he's not being mean." Mm-hmm. Uh, without that setup, he's being mean to me, and so I have to figure out a way to make him the hero of that joke, so that they laugh at it instead of just going. Well, that kind of blows. Why would that guy say that? Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. And that is what I've been working on for the last four sets. I've done seven sets in the last three days, and or eight, and um, and it's gotten better every time. Yeah. And I've got. So what are you? What are you doing? Just taking, figuring out what's you know dead wood, extra stuff you can get rid of, you don't need. Yeah, that's yeah. the beginning. I'm getting rid of stuff that I don't need, and in the end, I'm I'm adding in right. uh, ha- happy thoughts about Andy. No, I had to do that too with my longer bit. I had to. I had to add in just enough where people didn't think I was, you know, insane 
you know, when I'm when my letting my kid drown. Like it's yeah. just enough right. where you know I'm I'm still being you know comedically we're, we're ki- comedically insane. We're, yes, yeah. I'm comedically yeah. insane. And yeah. it was, but it, but I didn't want to add too much because then all of a sudden it feels heavy and it's taking too long to get to a laugh. That's it. It really was a one sentence versus two sentences. You know, right. and two sentences just weighs it down a little bit too much. The front end is almost fixed. The back end is still too heavy. Okay. But I have 11 more sets this week. So that's amazing. Yeah. And then that's just, and then, and then I have another week. 12th. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I just talked and so it's, it sets flappers been really good. That's great. And the improv just gave me a boatload. That's awesome. And, uh, and I just talked to Jan over the ice house and he said, oh, cool. yeah, we'll figure it out. Yes. So, uh, and then I just picked up like last night I did Highland bowl. Yeah. After the two flappers oh, and cool. before the Vitellos. Yeah. And then, um, tonight there's something at Bar Lubitz. Uh, with T.J. Chambers and Laura Keitlinger. Oh, cool. And then you have the lab. Yeah. And so I don't know. Uh, I think if there had been room at the lab, uh, the improv would have put me in it tonight. Yeah. But whatever. Well, it's all good. you could have five of my minutes. Are you doing 12? Probably. Okay. Maybe I'll just go with you then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it literally is five minutes. And there's nothing. There's no. What you... if I brought you up during my set as part of my. <laughs> My set. You're like, I'd like to introduce guest set during the middle of my set. Yes. And then do you want to close? Do you want to do three and three? You do a guest set in my in my 12 minute set, and then I'll I'll yeah, wrap yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. And then you wrap it up. You do. I've 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 seen I've seen comics do that, but usually not at the improv. <laughs> well, it's at the lab. It's the lab. It's the it's lab on a Wednesday it's an night. Experiment. It is experimental. Yeah, it's experimental. You're supposed to do that. That's shit. right. Yeah. No shit. All right. So, hmm. how long's it been? 17 minutes? Perfect. Exactly 17 minutes. Fantastic. Wow. You asked too early. I did There's ask too early. There's a sweet spot in when you're supposed to ask. I know. It's not and before the first half. It's not half. before the first half hour. <laughs> I had notes. I had all kinds of notes. So, um, Oh, there. And you left your notebook at Flappers. I did leave That's, my notebook at Flappers. A, you're I'm, a flutter. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a little twitchy, quite honestly. <laughs> I, I texted, um, I texted everyone I know at the club. Quite honestly, I was like, "Hey, if anybody finds a sparkle pink notebook with just four pages oh, left in it, no one's running off with that. Trust me. No kidding. It's also just you know when you're when when you're at the end of a notebook and yeah. it's just hey, I'm there. Yeah, yeah, you're real close as well. Yeah, and it, you're just like no one wants to touch this either. So I, I bought a uh, I think I bought I bought a new moleskin at um there's the, I was at Bloomington last weekend. Yeah, such a fun room. Oh, the attic. Yes. Yeah, super yeah. fun. Yeah, and all walk and great yes. town-wise. It, yes. It, like, that and Burlington were, they were similar. You, you've been on a sweet run because you're going to Acme. Because, uh, yeah, and there's just stuff to do nearby, and they both have, like, a, a, a city square or a center right nearby, and mm-hmm. it was just fun to walk around and... Uh, they're both college towns. Anyway, it was it was really cool. But there's a bookstore that you recommended I go to. Right, right. And, the one uh, on the corner. That's where I got my new moleskin. I think I'm going to break mm-hmm. her in this weekend. I'm pretty it. excited. Start anew. I got um, I got mail from I got snail mail from Marie Bamford mm-hmm. um, because she's on a holiday for. Oh, like, that's right. With yeah. her parents and her husband. Um, I you don't know, underst- I don't know. That's you, you everything else mom? about her life. I could understand <laughs> to Norway, but not with not your that. mom for three weeks. No, my mom was supposed to go to Luxembourg, and then and yeah. then uh, she bailed. Oh, did she? Thankfully for the airplane seat, she was supposed to sit in because she's having some problems downstairs. Oh, oh, fair enough. Yeah, uh, bodily function. Yeah. Uh, what? Um, so when are when are you going to Luxembourg? 
July, end of July, beginning of August. Oh, right. I'm, I'm... Bought the plane tickets. All right. We, um, uh, flying in and out of Luxembourg City on Lufthansa. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be a good one. It is. Ex- it, it, Lufthansa is exciting to me because it's referenced in Goodfellas. It's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the flight they hijacked or something. I forget. But uh, so. Um, Remember the old days when you'd hijack and go to Cuba? I, I know. And no one died. No one died. Everyone just People wanted that, a free someone ride. Someone got rich. You know, That's that it. was it. That was it. That Dobie McGillis or whatever it was jumped out of a plane. That wasn't yeah. his name. Fuck no. me. <laughs> <laughs> D.B. Cooper. Yeah, D.B. Cooper. His real name's Dobie McGillis. A lot of people don't know. I went to Dobie Maxwell, comedian from Chicago. Uh, uh, Max Dobryant. That was his real name. Oh, really? Yeah, because I started, he he started right before I did. Yeah. Um, so uh, so the, I think there's like a train you can take to London, you know, and it goes yeah. through Paris. It's just, there's so much to do that mm-hmm. I am, I'm overwhelmed, like with all the things I want to see, you yeah. know, and it's, it's like you could you should you could spend a year in every country and not see you know right fifteen percent of it. So, so how, how what long am I are supposed you guys to do? Go? Are you going with the boy? We'll right? be yeah, we'll yeah. be gone for two weeks. So I figure okay. we do the first week in Luxembourg mm-hmm. and then you know Germany to the right, France to the left, <laughs> uh, the go Netherlands south. and Belgium to. I mean, it's like where do I go? go? To Italy, Italy's down there. Yeah, right, I can. it's right there. And then there's small other other. Tiny countries all around you. Edelweiss? No. So, so that's Switzerland, right? Right. I think so. Um, no. Austria? Uh, yeah. Austria. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but, um, it, oh, this is, so, you know, I'm kind of obsessed with Ancestry.com and stuff, right? Yeah. So uh, my there's a part of my family, we have no pictures of them. I'm like, oh, they must have been, you know, the, you know they're the Luxembourgers. They came here. They fucking cleared a forest. <laughs> they couldn't take right? pictures or whatever. And somebody found a treasure trove, one of my cousins, who's also doing the citizenship thing, and started, you know, just scanning them and taking yeah. pictures. And it's my mom. It's so strange. My mom uh, has these giant green eyes that no one else in the family has. And oh, she has wow. jet black hair and big green eyes. And and no one else inherited them. Was she them. the hero in a Harlequin romance? <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> but, wait, but no one inherited them. And we can't find them in any other pictures. Right. And I'm like, where did they come from? Where are these? And, and my mm-hmm. mom is, you know, will always tell you if anyone complimented her eyes. That's mm-hmm. the one thing she's still she's proud of. She's still psyched about it. Yes. Yeah. So um, one of the pictures that my cousin scanned is of my great-great-grandmother. And she looks exactly like my mom. It's so crazy. And, but see. it's not in color, right? No, it's a black and white. But, it's, but you, you can, can tell, tell she had jet black hair. And the giant eyes, and they're very light. So they're, yeah, they're so green. they're probably green. And it's like, that's... They skipped three generations and that's, they went to you. That means maybe my son, you know, she's like, like none of my grandchildren have my eye. Like she was yeah. literally upset that no one had her eyes. I'm right. like, don't worry. They lay and they lay and dormant. they strike dormant. <laughs> they strike every four generations. Exactly. You'll, you'll you will come back. But it was kind of uh, cool to see that. That is really cool. Um, have you ever looked deeply into Karen Rentowski's eyes? Yes. <laughs> she has very she bright has very, green eyes. Yes, she does. It's amazing. When yeah. I first met her, I thought they were contacts. Yeah. And she was like, because it was when we met, it was right when colored contacts were a thing. Yeah. So you and told her her eyes looked fake. Yeah. That yeah. was nice. Because do you know why? Because I have the social skills of a maroon. <laughs> so, but, um, oh, I did a house show in Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I did uh, what I ended up doing was I did a guest set for J.F. Harris. He mm-hmm. was headlining at the cafe mm-hmm. on Saturday night. And then and how I were did... the crowds, by the way? Is it a good club? 
it's a beautiful club in this beautiful old brownstone in the third ward. Wow. Um, but it was a Saturday first show and super lightly, second show, second yeah. show, lightly attended. Yeah. But um, but people are so much potential. People are going on the lake for the summertime or something, right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's it. And um, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to badmouth it, but it was annoying. Because I was like, this is such a beautiful room. Yeah. I wish it were packed. Yeah. And um, and then and then I did an open mic uh, on Sunday. Yeah. And um, that was a lot because um, it was a and it was an open mic at a sports bar. Oh my god! Where and the TV, where the monitors on the entire time? No, it was in its own room, but there were okay. only three audience members, and there were five comics. And uh, <laughs> the audience members, I don't know what the hell they were doing there, but yeah. uh, I ran the set, and um, and then and then I went to a house party in a place that used to be in a really bad part of Milwaukee. Yeah, but is clearly being gentrified yeah. because it was full of bearded youth, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, because Milwaukee's also a couple years behind yeah. the bearded youth movement going strong, going strong <laughs> in Milwaukee, <laughs> and some of the best comics I saw. Oh, cool! It was great. It was, uh, and I only got to see well, it was the MC from from the Jeff Harris Cafe thing, a mm-hmm. kid named Elijah, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then a young comic who I'd met in Madison, and a lot of these guys, I guess, go to Madison, yeah, and do open mics. And then I took Andy. I tried to give him the Norman Rockwell tour of Wisconsin, yeah, because Wisconsin is just on fire politically, uh, nationally, right? Yeah. and it's also. It's going to the Supreme Court that for the gerrymandering case, right? Right, yeah. right. And and so it's there's just so many horrible stories going on in Milwaukee right now. Mm-hmm. And every time we've been, like my dad was sick, and I my father lives in this essentially small industry, like an apartment building surrounded by dirtbag, you know, just businesses. Yeah. And so I took him to Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, which is where Dungeons and Dragons was invented. Sure. Sure. Very supportive, and, uh, <laughs> and then, that was for me. It was. That's that's. I wasn't kidding. <laughs> well played. And then and then I took him to Madison for a sort of a walking tour of my college, mm. and uh, so it was it was beautiful. We saw two double rainbows. Cool. It was amazing. Uh, and well, here's my what I think is I, I think when you when you do a late night set right yeah you you're in your you're in a frenzy right now. Yeah, and that's fine, and you should be. That's All right. normal. All right, tweaking, mm-hmm. massaging, mm-hmm. right? And then at some point, you're it comes to the afternoon where you, you're going to do your set, mm-hmm. and you're done. You can't do any more sets, right? Right. And There's only just the one set left. Yeah, you're led <laughs> out to the stage. There's a curtain in front of you. There's two stage hands on either side of you. Teamsters, right? And Conan or the late night host is going to say your name and you're going to walk out. And then for uh, like a millisecond, you're completely alone and you know that you did every fucking set you could. Mm-hmm. You did everything you could to make this as tight as you could. And now you're free and yeah. you're free to go out and kill with what you have right now. Yeah. Eventually it's just stand up. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing that's yeah. like, that's what I think all this franticness, half of it. Half of it is actually doing the nuts and bolts of tweaking your set and making it better and making yeah. it as tight as you can make it. And the other half is knowing, you know, there's nothing left. You left it all on the field. Right? Yeah. 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 It's true. I mean, it's it's yeah. I, I right now I am in speculative. I mean, like every word is mm, yeah. just me in my head. Yes. Because you were in your head. And now I'm like, I wonder if every word is right. And because uh, <laughs> uh, I'm usually I'm a much looser comic than you are. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more loosey goosey. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Well, do what feels natural to well, you, well, right? Well, I mean, the thing is, is it's not going to be anything like your your set because, but it does have me scrutinizing, and I think that scrutiny will help the set. Mm-hmm. It can't hurt mm-hmm. to 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 listen because what I've been doing is I've I've been like last night I I did the sets I listened to the sets in between the sets and then I listened to the last uh, set at the end of the it set. It hurts, doesn't it? That's oh brutal. my god! Cause I thought. Because first of all, the audio isn't awesome. Yeah, and I'm like, no, it went better than that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then today, I was like, it actually the the one I did tonight, I was like, oh, it went worse than that. But mm-hmm. who cares? I mean, the thing is, is uh, I'm not listening. Don't listen to the audience response. Listen to the words that I am saying out of my joke hole. So yeah, there's a couple times where where like I had sets that. You know, I just didn't listen to them because I'm like, this, that's just going to depress me. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. And, yes. And <laughs> I've recorded, deleted so that I wasn't even tempted to yeah. listen to it. Um, yeah. And then and then a couple, you know, where it's a killer crowd and and, you know, you you're, you're also your best self in front of a great crowd. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing with like this time right now is you are in your head while you're performing. You're like, oh, next time I'm not going to say that word. Or, yeah. Next time I'm going to. So you're editing while you're performing. So yeah. you're not 100 percent there, even yeah. though you're trying to be. So, you know, again, like when you get to finally do your set, there's no more editing. There's no more editing. And there's no more improving that joke. Nope. Just do the jokes that come out. Yeah. And then and then. And so you can be a different kind of relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be. It's. uh, Yeah. So whatever. So. So we were we were supposed to have a dark week this week. Mm -hmm. Um, The one that you the one preceding this Monday that we uh, that this this thing is dropping. And then they switched our dark week so that our dark week's the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. uh, But I was like, uh, I book stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, Uh, you know, I was able to keep it. I'm just going to kind of write, you know, work remote. Yeah, um, tomorrow on the plane and on Friday. Right, because you're doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday at yeah. Acme. Yeah. And uh, my sister reposted, told everybody to go. Oh, good. And, and I got a call today from my brother who said he might go. Oh, cool. I was like, you can't sit through my set. What's happening? <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm worried that you're not going to do well. I was like, out loud? Oh, my God. <laughs> out loud. I'm oh right here. God. And uh, so oh. it, you'll be happy to know my brother doesn't care if you do well. <laughs> <laughs> or that he just assumes you're going to. Okay. So he's very supportive. So Brad at, at uh, Bloomington. Yeah. Yeah. I forget his last name already. Wilhelm. Yes. Brad Wilhelm. Mm-hmm. So I was enraged because, <laughs> but because he brought me up and the last credit that he used, which is supposed to be your biggest credit, is the Jackie and Lori show. I'm like, uh, I, I think I've done more than that. Friends. That's right. Kyle's this better not be what I die on. This is this is it. It's gonna be. It's this gonna be the media. It's not your my ultimate credit. Thank you. <laughs> this is it. This is. By the way, buy the fucking t-shirts. <laughs> oh, you comedy know, comedy film nerds. It's on the front page of the store. By the end. Comedyfilmnerds.com. I'm selling. Okay, my book is available for pre pre sale. Yeah. On Amazon. Um, the new book? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. It's called Dead People Suck. Now, that wasn't my first choice of title. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually half of a chapter, and the Dead People Suck is a setup, and the punchline is the rest of the sentence. Yeah. And the, you know, the you know how marketing like... and people are. Oh, yes, let's 
dead people suck. Uh, dead people suck. They're catchy. Yeah, and I'm like, well, there's toddlers suck, and there's, you know, things are asshole. Uh, there's a, so much of... Dead people for idiots? Have you thought about dead people for idiots? <laughs> there's so much, though, of that thing, but, you know, I guess it's all in parenting, that yeah. whole, you know, babies, you know, or f- motherfuckers and stuff. So now uh, maybe this will be the first one <laughs> in the, You'll to take the... that sort of title and use it towards grief, I guess. Right. But trust right, me... Because you... there was a lot of swearing. Because what you're saying is that a lot of books have the swearing. Yeah. This is the first time that things are just horrible. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's if you like me, you probably like me in print. And, sure. Uh, and it only costs $15. It's a hardback. And, right. Um, you Dead don't have to even pay for it until February. That's it's not right. coming out to February. But pre-sales actually help quite a bit. Right. Um, With the printing. Help, or... Yes. Yes. So So please. buy the book. Buy the book. That's why we, again, I don't want to harp on this too much, but. We don't make anything from this podcast. We're trying to. We're basically trying to sell merch. This is us setting up a table after a show <laughs> and not having to look anyone in the eye. This is actually the ultimate merch table. Right. So for I, me. I brought you some T-shirts to bring to Acme. I'm gonna try, and, and uh, so we'll find out next week if you sold it. I'm gonna try. But, oh uh, God! But it's so funny because uh, uh. <laughs> you texted me and you're like. I don't wanna. It's too scared, and uh, <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, just just get one of the door kids. They like to right. But I, don't you have to you have to hang out, right? Yeah, but you could hang out elsewhere. I mean, like you can just sort of lurk to right. the left of the like past. Let yeah, let but them you're still looking at people as they leave. You know, with your desperate eyes, hoping for compliments. <laughs> right? Just don't stand Great next job. to the feature because at Acme, yeah. They'll, they'll shake the features hand right in front of you. I know. Yeah. Those traitorous features. The features. <laughs> Sticking their hands great. out. <laughs> you, you were great. They and walk then with their arms right. out in front, just <laughs> trying to get do you know who's? Do you know who you're working with? I Anybody? don't. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. Mm-hmm. Probably a, a Minneapolis you, person, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll be uh, MC feature. will be be great if it were Brandy Brown. Do you know Brandy Brown? I don't know. She, uh, she features for Lewis over at Acme, and she's great. Cool. She will one day be a comic of the week. We could do the comic of the week. Yes. Riley Silverman. Riley Silverman, you guys. We both have a a CD on a a special thing. Oh, right. Because Riley's CD, hers came out when? Just not recently. Yeah. What's it called? We we don't do any. We We didn't know Riley. We both know Riley and love her. (laughs) So, and um, so, but yeah, I just retweeted us because we both had our our CDs, you know, listed by a special thing. Intimate apparel. Intimate apparel. Right. She's very funny. She's very funny. And um, where's she from? San Francisco. Cleveland. Cleveland. Cincinnati. Ohio. Somewhere in Ohio. Columbus. I'm just gonna (laughs) name towns in Ohio. Pretty sure she's from Even Ohio. Even I'm embarrassed by this incompetence. <laughs> right, because let's talk about her stand-up, uh, which I haven't seen in about two months. And But I know it's great, because it's uh, the last time I saw it, it was smart, it was heartfelt, and it was yeah. it was at a comic book store, so it's nice and yeah. nerdy, which I always love. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm doing I'm going to do the Perky Nerd show uh, with Brandy Posey and Jeff May oh, cool. next week. Everybody, I think everybody's listening to the show going, Oh, Jackie needs sets. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. Feel free if you're willing to be flexible. And I can. Are you just... using a, a comedy bureau at all? Uh, yeah. I talked to Andrew Salmson today who has it imported into some special uh, <laughs> app or something. And he was like, he was the one who told me about the Bar Lubitz show tonight. Oh, cool. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll go over there. But uh, I think I'm just going to go with you and do a set in the middle of your set. Okay. That'll be great. 
It's uh, uh, what am I? Yeah, so I literally am doing a thousand local sets. Yeah, uh, this week and next, and then the week after that, I am I'm going to Ireland and then Iceland. When do you go? What's what date? The twenty sixth. I'm leaving. I'm leaving the day before you leave. We should probably record a couple. Yeah. Right? It's a. Why don't we meet in the channel and do a <laughs> podcast? Are you bringing your your uh, my laptop? equipment? No, no, You're not? I'm not. I should. Um, don't. What, but don't. don't. I'm going to pick up a set in Iceland just because uh, I think I've established I'm a tax and pay Democrat, but I'm not an idiot. So. Uh, um, you know, uh, there is a comedy club in Luxembourg. Now that I have the tickets, I got to contact them and see if I could do a spot. Yeah, yeah, pick up a set. Why not? And uh, but we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna drive around Ireland. Then we're gonna drive around Iceland. How, so you're flying to Iceland out of Dublin? Out of Dublin to Reykjavik. Yeah, and then which is the only Icelandic word I can pronounce. By the way, the rest that's of it all you need seems huge. Uh, <laughs> I've been like doing Duolingo many... German a little bit, and yeah? I and I I fell off, so I got to get back on it. But I I would love to learn German. Oh, really? You should watch. There's an old show called Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> There's a couple of. <laughs> couple of great couple of great lines mm-hmm. um so but uh, i used to have a crush on um the french guy lebeau yes tiny lebeau well i was a child so he was, t- he was he was my height he, he was he was he, he was, was height tough, appropriate was he a french jew or was he just french he was a um he might have been a french i know he was in a concentration camp during the actual world war Two. the, the, the real actor, actor the actor no. was yeah yeah yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> and then he was like, "I got to move to Hollywood and do and be an wow. actor." He must have been a little kid, right? He must have been because he. Well, I mean, those guys I think were supposed to be in their twenties, but they were clearly in their late thirties. Yeah. You ever see? Remember Greece? How old? Yeah. <laughs> how old? Oh my those, God. Is Stockard Channing. Was oh my like God. Thirty-two years old. Was she really? Yeah, I think she was. Oh I think she God. was in her early thirties, and she was supposed to be playing sixteen. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Book us. So, <laughs> I feel like we. we I, I got we don't so much to... work, by the way. Yeah. I just I just booked Rooster Tea Feathers. Oh, cool! And laughs in 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 Seattle. I'm also and I and I pinged them because I'm doing laughs in Seattle. I think in September. Yeah. But at the end, oh wait, the thing I'm doing before I go to Ireland is I'm going to Vancouver, BC, Seattle, and Portland doing one nighters. Oh my god, that's like a dream lineup of cities. Yes. Yeah, oh my god, Stacy from Curious Theater in Portland helped me set it up. Wow. So so um, what are you doing? Like a Wednesday, Thursday. It'll be Friday? a Thursday. Uh, uh, no, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. And then if I sell out the Saturday in Portland, hint, 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 uh, I'll do it oh, Friday. Is that, is that that's, how you that's get, my pitch. Is that how you get sales? <laughs> yeah, hint, oh my hint, God. hint, hint. Your show just got canceled. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. That's awesome. Yeah, so that'll be, I think it's the 23rd through the 26th I'm doing. And you're driving to each gig? I'm flying into Vancouver, and then uh, they're going to meet me, and then I'm going to drive to Seattle, then I'm going to drive to Portland. And um, Are you renting a car and then dropping it off in Portland? No, Stacy's going to meet me in Vancouver. Oh, so and, you're going to drive together? Yeah. How's yeah. that? Can you can you can you oh, drive yeah. with somebody? I I'm, I'm pretty good actually okay. driving with people. Mm-hmm. It depends who it is. If it's um, I like Stacy, so uh, I think it'll be fun. That's great. <laughs> but if it was, have you ever done those long over the road? Oh yeah, I have. They're the worst. When sometimes. I when I was a feature and I had to take the headliner, and you, right because you have to drive when and you're the driving feature. to Montana. Yeah, that's like twenty From hours from San in a Francisco. Car. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's insane. It's horrible. Yeah. What was the worst one? Or that might have was... been the worst. I mean, the furthest I drove out from San Francisco for one-nighters, for triple one-nighters, was yeah. uh, Mile City, uh, Montana, which is right near North Dakota. Right. That's the far end of Montana. Yeah, it's very far end of Montana. Yeah. And um, they had never had comedy before, and it was the one of the best audiences I've ever had in my life. Oh, that's because they were psyched. They were so excited. We were on the front page of the local newspaper. Sure. Our headshots. Mm-hmm. In, and <laughs> also the Iraq War. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the not first the one, one we're currently Yeah, the Scuds yeah. and Patriot Missiles. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was fun. And then I, I drove to Chicago a couple times what? Uh, because my grandpa lived out there. Okay. Who also, at age eight, looks so much like my son. That was another oh, really? picture. I was like, what? Oh, I love it. I love That's just great. seeing, you know. Yes. It is Features cool. recur. Right, right. Speaking of featuring, how was the headliner? <laughs> how was the headliner on that run? Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Which one? The the twenty hour to mile. I city. remember that he changed his own oil, and I was like, "That's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> I was always my dad always did it for me, well, or he always took took it to Jiffy Lube or something. But like, I, I remember <laughs> seeing the headliner like go like put cardboard under the bottom of his car and slide in under the under on the cardboard and change his own oil. So you drove separately if he had his own car. Oh, maybe on that trip we did drive separately, but okay. on another trip, no. I've I had- Del Van Dyke's been in my my uh, vehicle a lot, <laughs> but I but I love him. He talks yeah, a lot. I don't know him. Uh, they he's all a, talk a, a lot. <laughs> when 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 you're trapped in a car as a feature, the headliner. I've done it. I've held forth. It isn't okay. It is not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> talk about abuse. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, but I, I have gotten, I've so many times I've got the lecture about what to do, uh, when you're driving over the road so that you can, you can signal to the truckers that they can pass you. Oh, man. Uh, and remember truckers, the, the, you know, right. like they put their blinker on, you flash your lights at them. They move. So, and you slow down, they move over and then they flash their brakes at you to say, thank you. It's a. I, I've, I've heard never that. seen that ever. I've been told they're like all four on four different right? four different headliners. Oh my god! Tell me that story. One guy told me the story of when you get pulled over by the cops, make sure you have both hands on top of the steering wheel, and he's like, "Get your registration out of the glove box before he gets there. He'll freak him out that you're reaching for anything, but then you'll by the time he gets to the thing, you should have it in your hand and both hands open on top of the of the steering wheel so you can see your hands. I, you know what? I don't. Don't even know about did you watch that uh philandro Cast- no no i'm not Castro? watching castillo yeah. whatever the, the um because he was telling the cop he was reaching in and they had a gun right. yeah it's just like it's a red there's no weapon. there's no way to do this then yeah so you either have to put your hands on the thing and just go on the on the dashboard and say, you and go, gotta go yeah, get here, it you can go open it i'm not gonna touch it because there's a gun in there or right. there's not a gun in there but you go touch it because you have a gun and i don't want you to want my hands to move right right yeah that is i don't know yeah the gay pride parade in um in minneapolis uninvited the cops really yeah they're usually the first float wow. in the gay pride parade and they're like not this time wow yeah so my sister told me that, and uh, but it's uh, yeah. Um, well, anyway, anyway.
anyway, so but the, the stories, <laughs> yeah, the, but the, the stories being trapped in the car and just, you know, having to listen to somebody's, the one guy who gave me like the history of World War II from the point of view of the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, it's, bl- there was a blizzard going, so I let him go. I was just it's like, I needed to stay It reminds away. me, when I, I took my, I took a vacation and went to Japan once and yeah. I went to a museum and the artwork that that the Japanese government commissioned during the war, kind of like we did, the propaganda uh, stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's it's from the Japanese point of view, and the America is the enemy. I was like, oh my god, that's right. <laughs> 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 we were at war. History. I remember. <laughs> Let me go to Seven Eleven and buy something. That's all I remember of your Japanese trip. Is that you they had they had pretty decent uh, sushi. Andy Erickson just got back from Japan. She said that the Seven Eleven was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's and clean. She had five they have a... corn dogs. She ate corn dogs at every Seven Eleven. Was in she Japan. just on a vacation? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she played Pokemon Go uh, like a crazy person. Oh. So that was she was pretty psyched about Pokemon. I thought that Go. was kind of done now. Uh, not if you're in Japan. I guess and not. It's on your phone. So um... we're Conan. We're doing shows at Comic Con. Oh yeah, for the third year in a row. Um, and so you we have go... hotels. Yeah, we do. Thank God. We're, yeah, we have a. Hotel. The so, U- somebody asked me to do a panel. Like, I'm leaving on Saturday night. You could have my hotel room on Saturday night if you wanted to come down. Nope. Okay. Uh, but I appreciate it. Because, um, <laughs> but I might stay. It's uh, right. It's um, yeah. I, but because when they asked me to do a panel, and I was like, you guys, I can't because I know that there's no parking and there's no hotel. Yeah. And I would want both of those, and I know it'd be ridiculous to even ask because it's a free panel. And it's it's cool to do panel. I mean, I like talking about comic books. And they and would have you in Hall H or uh, H Hall. I don't. It's Hall H. I don't, is it? Yeah. Whatever. But... I've been writing jokes about it for three years, so <laughs> I know I know more way more than I ought to right. about you, a comic book convention. Right through osmosis, you yeah. have received um, a great deal of info. Um, I've only I've been to it three times. Yeah. And it keeps getting more and more crowded and I keep getting more and more anxious. So I don't want any part of like I I go to I, I've been to WonderCon a couple of times. Uh-huh. I've been to Kamikaze. Those are fine. Yeah. But I, you know, why don't I, here's a great idea. The day of Comic-Con or the week of Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. My comic book store is going to be empty. It's going to be great. My pull list going to be right available. Your and, pull list. What's yeah, that? that? Which is the list they pull uh, every week. They pull. Uh, I have a list of comic books that I read every month. And so they put it aside for me. Wait, wait, Don't skip by this. What do you okay. mean you have a list of comic books you read every month? Every month uh, we have a. Who's we? Me and Andy. Okay. We, we read comic books, right? And then if you go to the comic book store. You have like a, a marriage book club? It's and a, it's all about comic books? To some extent, yeah, look at this with Kyle. Yes, that's what it is. We're in a comic book store. Every week, hundreds of people. And that's why this is, uh, you know, it, it's a... Ben Acker was like, why do you not do comicology? But I'd, I'd, I'd like a, an actual piece of paper. What were you going to say, Kyle? So comics come out monthly. So those are the new volumes she's getting every month. I think it's like a serial. You never come finish every... a fucking comic book. There's a new one every month. Yeah. There's arcs oh, though. No, there's, but there's arcs like it's, it's usually Awful. a six issue or an eight issue arc, <laughs> and then 
And then sometimes the writers change, and you're like, well, I don't like this new guy. I'm not going to follow this new arc. Oh, my God. There's it's no a- season finale on a comic book. Oh, yeah, there is. All There's right. a thousand season finales on a comic so book. So then there isn't one ever. They keep ending, right? Right. They keep ending and then restarting. Oh, my it's, God. It's like a, it's like it's, a TV show. It's that- a, no, but it's, it's not like TV shows end, and then they go into reruns. <laughs> right. They, well, uh, they have used... The, I, I know, wanna- but... For yeah, it's that sounds. Does it sound like too big of a commitment? I never want to get into. Well, I I fell into it. It's like it's like a job you fall into. Then you pull yourself up. That's what that's what your arms are for. Super fun. There's well, but you read you go down a rabbit hole of the news every day. Yeah, and I it's important. Is it? I uh, I think not. <laughs> I think uh, local news very important. Mm-hmm. And um, but the uh, but the the comic books, yeah. So the what it's called a pull list. So they pull every month. They come out every, okay. and we have like forty titles a, a month. Oh my god! And uh, I can't I can't understand this commitment. Well, I'll tell you something. Is that it'll be the first thing to go if we're ever like broke. Yeah. Because it's about a hundred bucks a month. Okay. So, but. I mean, it's the only, it's our only vice. Right. So other than that, I think Andy buys an occasional Hot Wheel. So I think we're doing all right. <laughs> Kyle, what time is it? <laughs> Where are we at? I want to be out of this conversation. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. So come and see me, you guys. I'm going to be doing f- the same five minutes for the next week and a half. And the thing That's is, cool. is, I'm the only one. I good. I, I picture me being the only one not bored with this five minutes by the end of this week and a half because I will be the only one still caring about how, what order the words are going in yeah. until I go up. It's it's I, I'm only just now like uh, becoming interested in performing again. I mean, I've been performing, but yeah. I, I would just like, oh, I, I listening to sets all the time. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, my God, I, I just need to get away from me. Right. And, uh, well, you know. the weird thing is I have a new bit that I'm really psyched about that. I can't really there's no right. I can't really do it. I, it's because I, I, there's it's not part of the right. What yeah, needs to be done I, right I feel now. like uh, this next I have a. I want to do. I want to have fun sets at Acme. Yeah, you know. And I, I was glad that I got to do forty five a bunch at Bloomington and just and kind of bring back some old bits and just you know and get back into it. Get yeah. back into it. It's different rhythm completely. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I want to have fun at Bloomington. Oh, excuse me, at Acme. And then uh, and then you know. And then next week you have off. Uh, yeah, here just sitting around. Yes, yeah, doing around. whatever you want. Doing a couple podcasts. You do. You, uh, you got the boy next week. Is he got in the camp boy. or something? He, you know, it's like loose camp. You know. Yeah. Okay. Sort of day campy not. kind of thing. I think yeah. we're gonna um, we're gonna try to do something like sleep in the garage, maybe, and watch TV <laughs> in the garage. That's how I camp. That's really. It's pretty. It's pretty dangerous. Yeah. But it's fun. It's yeah. like a oh, little, uh, you know, vacation, right? No, it's, no, it's, not at all. But okay, I'm like, we're, we're gonna we're going go on, on the, a big one soon. It's true, right? I mean, there's yeah. no reason to take him elsewhere. What are you doing for the Fourth of July? I don't know. I don't have plans because uh, my sister's coming to town. Yeah, because her sister-in-law is getting married down in fancy pants something, and so she's going to be here. And I didn't know she was going to be here next week. And she said, "Don't sweat that we're here. Go do a th- four sets." She's coming to my house. Let's have a little. There's there'll be no comedy on the fourth, right? Uh, no comedy on the fourth, but but Andy booked us uh, at a restaurant on the beach. Oh, okay, down in Redondo. Okay, so maybe Hermosa's open. Maybe. Oh, 
Always be, always be thinking. Oh my God, comedy and magic. Allow me to circle that and then go to comedy and There's magic. There's also, isn't there like a cupcake show in Redondo Beach someplace? Somebody does comedy and cupcakes at a bar? And they, they're probably not going to be doing it on 4th, but. They might not be, but um, you never know. You never know where you can pick up a set. I know. It's, there might uh, be some early up on mics, too. You know, right. People trying to get it over Five with before. Yeah. Before the blowing up of things happen. Mm-hmm. So, yep. All right. So what I got out of this is I never have a party. I never invite anyone to anything. I invited you, and you turned me down. <laughs> I'll no never, notice. I'll never invite anyone no to notice. do anything ever again. You should this totally is, have a barbecue, and then we could all go swimming in your pool. Yeah. Because you got a pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Why don't you plan it ahead? I just not... did, and you about, said no. How about four days, not four days in advance? You said no. <laughs> You're going to hold it against me. Yeah. Fair enough. Hold on. Let me look at my notes. Yeah, please do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Riley Silverman, you guys. Get out there. Get out there. Um the deadline passed for the Emmy nominations. That's right. So you, 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 you had your you people had, your, had chance. your chance to vote. That's we'll, it. We'll find out sometime in July. Do you see that Melissa McCarthy what nominated um, for her Spicer? Well, no, they don't have the nom- the nominations aren't it? out it, yet. Okay. They or you, whatever you, you vote was... for what the nominations would be. Oh, There's really? like two voting processes, so you select the. Uh, I sure sounded the like I knew what the fuck I was talking you did. about, didn't I? You but, did, but I was in- wrong again. Yeah, not Hall H. So I felt like I did, um, I didn't beg too much. Yeah. I, I, you know, that would turn people off, but I did want to say, please, (laughs) I'm begging you. Right. Right. I like that. Because the thing is, is is Los Angeles is full of people that are supposed to be very cool about not wanting the thing that we work very, very hard at. Yeah. And we're all supposed to be super laid back. Right. And, um... We're not, it turns out. We would all like uh, some work, and we'd all like to be recognized for it. Uh-huh. Who was I talking to? Ah, uh, yeah. All right, so I'm talking to, um, and... Um, you writing the name down? I'm writing the name down. So, uh, I'm talking to her, and she's, sure. and she's telling me that nobody knows what she does for a living, because she is the daughter of a very famous person person mm-hmm. and she's like people think i'm just this trust fund baby but i've been I have a lot of irons in the fire but nobody knows what i do and i love the things that i'm writing and it's great and i you know and i do some spoken word storytelling stuff and i was like yeah i don't know what you do what do you and uh and she's like well, i write screenplays and i write um uh, essays for magazines and and they get published and uh but nobody knows and i was like and do you like doing it and she's like Yes, and I know that that's the point. But occasionally, you know, and and we've all tricked ourselves into thinking we do it for the we do it for the love of it. And that's we trick ourselves into thinking that that's enough. But occasionally you get end around it and then just slapped in the back of the head where you're like, "No, I need recognition." Yeah, you want a prize sometimes. Right, man. you want right. And the thing is is we're all supposed to be above it. And we're all supposed to be, you know, it doesn't, you know, I just, I get to work and I've already won. And I, I tell myself that almost every day because it's A, it's true. Yeah. And B, sometimes it's true and I still don't care. I would still like a parade. Totally. Or just, you know, some balloons. Yeah. and Don't and, bring me balloons, people. Okay. <laughs> if I get nominated, mm-hmm. I'll go away. Trust me. I mean, <laughs> I won't ever ask again. I mean, I'll ask, right. I'll ask to vote. That you vote, you know, yes on the ultimate, but then I'm done. Right. No more campaigning. 
No. You know what? I'll just do open mics. I won't even do professional comedy anymore. I'll I'll seed <laughs> control. I'll let it go. Well, then nobody I'll wants just you dabble. to win because you want we want you to keep doing stand up. No, this it's is a, a cutthroat business. This is a cutthroat. Yeah, they all cutthroat. want us out. They want you out. They, now. Every, they they listen to this podcast hoping we're both going to retire at the end of it. Wendy Lehman told me she ordered a T-shirt from Comedy Film, <laughs> and I was like, That's nice. That was adorable. I was like, Wait, you ordered a comedy film? Wait, you ordered a Jackie and Lorca T-shirt? And she goes. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to come any day now. Like, that's so weird. That's cool. And because I showed up last night and asked her if I could do a set, and she said, "Do you and Lori both want to do a set?" And I said, "I'm right here now. I can do a set right now. We don't have to. We were separated at birth. I, I like this thing. We didn't know each other for 28 years, and now all of a sudden we're a comedy team. That's how we get treated, though, in an right. email, like the Sklar brothers, like we're sisters, and." Uh, it was, uh, yes. Someone asked us if we should do a duo, and we both looked at each other and was like, I don't want to. No. <laughs> I don't want to share the stage. No. It's, uh, yeah, the, this is enough. I yeah. think this is enough sharing. It's plenty. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> it is. It's, it, and, it, and it's lovely. I, I'm enjoying sure. it. Sure. Speaking of plenty, come on. We're at close to. 55. Oh, 55. All right. So. Um, did I tell this story last time that I was psyched about working with Brian Regan, that it, it felt like the first time that, um, yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, there you go. And, uh, guess and, what? I already, I already put last week's podcast out of my head. I haven't even, Oh, I don't, I got an email from, uh, Alice Wetterland. Yeah. Saying that she, uh, it was called the set before the set. Oh, right. and I forgot what the reference was. <laughs> Cause she just sent me a bunch of exclamation points going, and so I go, yes. That's when I sent her back with a question mark. She said, no, I just think that's the greatest idea, the set before the set. And I was like, oh, right. How great would it be to do the set before yeah. the set? Would you want to do that? Would you want to do? Do you think that uh, Gary would let me? Um, it... No. No. I think... Exactly. No. No. Why? But maybe, Cause... you know, I was thinking, like, maybe you wouldn't want to do it. Not just you in general. I think maybe... You just want to kind of be centered and focus on your late night set. But no, be... no, I'd love to do a set. <laughs> I just pick up a set at, at like four and then at four thirty the show will start. And uh, so I'm just going to do a work in with the warm up guys. I don't care. <laughs> just going to do a lot of T-shirts. Things are going to be happening. I'm just going to do my favorite 15 and then get the hell out of the way. Then I'm going to come back later. I'm going to do five. You haven't heard. And, uh, <laughs> the thing is, is how exciting you, would that be? The bands, every time there's a band uh, on, a sh- uh, on a late night show, like half the crowd is their fans. Like they, they pack the crowd. Fans. Okay. They, they turn it into a bringer late night show. They just pack it with their friends. Okay. Because sometimes you'll have like uh, other guests on the show and the, the fans are like 17 and they don't know who this old, you know, Tom <laughs> Hanks, is, whatever, you know, like who's that? Right. Like, and they're less responsive to other guests because they're just waiting for the band. Right. But comics never pack. Never do no, anything no. to help themselves. Like we're just out there. Like oh, I hope they think I'm funny. Right. You know, we we kind of we don't we don't go out. We don't. Right. Tri- we don't not... game it at all. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And it, be... it would behoove everybody. Right. If, if you're I, having if a I... better set, it's better television. Everything. You know? Right. Right. I could not, just... not to put fake laughers in there, but just no. to do everything so just that fans. You're yeah, and, and you so you're gonna make fans an hour before your actual set. You know. Right. Right. It would be amazing. So um, my biggest fear, uh, guest-wise, of, of the Conan uh, date is that I'm not going to know who the people are. That, <laughs> they're going to be hugely famous people. And I'd be like, I think the first time I did it, Bill Maher was on. 
and mm. uh, it and, puts yeah. And then uh, he puts me in a bad mood. I don't know if he puts other people in a bad mood though. Well, he's grumpy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, and he and gets I, mad at the audience when they groan because because his audience is very trained. They're, yeah, they're trained to love everything he says. They hardly ever groan. But other aud- if he goes on other late night shows, he gets a lot of like ooh. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's not used to it. Right, you know? right. It's uh, it's button pushy. So um, and then he, I guess, is surprised when the buttons get pushed yeah it's weird but um yeah so i i don't know it's it's gonna be someone's hugely famous that i'm like but who is he (laughs) and uh but i'll I'll do the research it'll all but i like the way you did it where you watch the show and then because i know the first time i did it um i think jp or somebody said you know if you hear something that you can reference Oh, as a callback? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go for it. Oh, that's cool. And uh, both times I think I was way too nervous Yeah. to um, <laughs> to have any sort of callback. Yeah. It could happen this time, though. We don't yeah. know. Or I could be way too nervous. <laughs> uh, we, don't, we won't know until it actually happens. July 12th. It's all, it would be almost someone would have to accidentally back into your joke in a way. Oh, you know, right. Before. So it would feel natural and comfortable. Yep. You know? Well, the MC tonight of the set that I did do uh, did a joke that I referenced people doing jokes about yeah. in my set. Mm-hmm. And so when I referenced it, I just pointed at the kid <laughs> and the audience laughed at that. So there was there was that going for me. I think we're at an hour. Really? Yay. Buy our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real ending. Yeah. Now leaving Nerdist.com.